if we are alive, we are learning. And one of the most important things that I think we can give God is our yes. And on the other side of our yes, lives are saved and people are transformed. Hi, friends. Welcome to Stories from 100 Days to Brave, a podcast where we hear real stories of friends who took the brave first steps to become who they truly are. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. All right, raise your hand if you're a planner. Is your hand raised? Y'all know I'm an Enneagram 7, so spontaneity is my love language, but even I enjoy knowing about some of the stuff ahead of time. Projects, presentations, vacations, stuff like that. But sometimes, try as you might, you'll never be 100% sure about everything. I wish I was. I wish I was. You might be wondering where you should go to college or if that person is the one you're going to marry or if this job is one you're supposed to take or maybe if y'all should have a baby now. But friends, sometimes the bravest thing you can do is say yes and just trust that God's going to show you where to step along the way. Our brave story today is from an amazing young woman named Sierra Busking. I can't wait for you to meet her because she is living proof that we don't have to have it all figured out. In fact, we're not supposed to. God's got this covered, and all you have to do is close your eyes, grab his hand, and take the leap, because he might have purpose for you that you never thought you were capable of. My name is Sierra Busking. I am 18 years old, and I gave my life to Jesus at a pretty young age, but I started taking my walk with him seriously, like junior year of high school. My mom went to Christy Wright's business boutique, I think my sophomore year of high school. And when she came back, she bought me a few things. She got a sweatshirt that says pretty big and then Annie's book, 100 Days to Brave. And I started reading the book probably weeks after she got it for me. I think at the time didn't care a whole lot. I was like, okay, it's just a book. But one day I just noticed it. I was like, I have to read that. And so I started bringing it to palm practice every morning before school and I would like sit in my center splits and stretch and like read her book and like half the time would start crying as I was reading it before school and I slowly started becoming more and more brave and just hungrier to see God in every nook and cranny and just started to believe that I could hear his voice and that he could so lead me in just life in general through Annie's testimonies. My senior year of high school I went with my mom to business boutique And then my weekend's goal was completely just to say hey to Annie and to purchase Remember God. And because I had listened to her podcast, I knew about Eliza. And so I saw her. I was like, oh my gosh, Like I know you. So we sat and talked a little bit. And Eliza actually shared her testimony and how she had danced growing up, very similar to me, and how she had already done her discipleship training school with Youth with a Mission called YWAM. And a discipleship training school is a school done through YWAM or Youth with a Mission, and it's three months of lecture phase and then two and a half-ish months of outreach overseas. And that was what I was going to do after graduating high school. And the one like thing I vividly remember her saying is just to surrender my desire of the location of my school. And I was so dead set on a certain YWAM base in the States, but actually I ended up doing my discipleship training school in New Zealand. I was actually on the way back home from a dance competition and my friends were just sharing testimonies of how God had actually like, like one girl came from Russia and she had been in Oklahoma for two years and another girl had gone overseas to study abroad and just through their stories, like God was kind of nudging and whispering that, hey Sierra, take a big step of faith with me. And so I go on the YWAM website and I just Google English speaking YWAM bases, like I need to know what they're saying, but other than that, like wherever you want me, God. And I was just scrolling through 
the list of all the different schools and I came across one that said Arise DTS. So I click on it and then I see that the school description is for those who want to know their identity and destiny in Christ. I was like, okay, this is cool. Like this is so what I want to know who Jesus is and who he's made me and what he wants me to do. Then I scroll down a little bit more and I see that the school starts on July 7th and I'm like, oh, that's my birthday. Then I scroll down a little bit more and I've already seen a picture of mountains and I'm thinking it's going to be in Colorado or something. And this school is in New Zealand. It went against all the plans that I had had, but I just knew. I was like, there's this little thing inside of me, which I know to be Jesus saying, go do this, trust me. So I just decided right then and there, I'm like, you know what, whatever, I'm going to do it. And like, that was the most spontaneous decision I've ever made. And honestly, like the fear didn't come till probably a month after. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I have to get on an airplane by myself. Oh my gosh, I've never been on a mission trip. And the first one I'm going on is going to be two months long. Like just all these fears, but like, Growing and becoming more confident of God's trustworthiness and just the fact that He wouldn't leave me through that process. And like I saw Him provide financially and He was providing little like things along the way. Like my conversation with Eliza, He was just so in every step. So even when the fear was so real, God was like even more evident and real through that. So my favorite quote from 100 Days to Brave was on day three, and Annie said, I may not have felt brave, but I was taking brave steps in obedience to God. As soon as I read this quote, I just completely related with Annie because there are many moments in my life, in my walk with Jesus, especially when deciding to go to New Zealand, where my actual feelings did not feel brave. But I knew that I was brave because I was I was obeying and I was walking in faith with the little nudges that God was giving me. Walking in bravery isn't about sight or feeling because it's about walking in faith and that being brave is asking God to help us in those moments to, to make those leaps of faith and just to acknowledge, yes, like this is scary, but how much bigger is God's love and how much bigger is like what he's doing in my life. So my YWAM DTS or Discipleship Training School was probably the most transformational season in my life yet. Although it was only six months, so much took place. It was actually my first ever mission trip. So on my DTS, the lecture phase was in New Zealand and day to day we had it was almost like Jesus school. Like we went to base and then we'd either have worship or evangelism or we would practice preaching and just many different things. And then we'd have work duties. So we'd practically serve the base, whether it be like hospitality or yard work or dishes. Many days I was just awestruck by the fact that I was called to New Zealand. And truly my favorite part about New Zealand is just how stunning it is and how it truly testifies that God is such a magnificent creator. Like if there were ever days where I was having a rough day or just having trouble believing God was who he says he was or anything, I would just look at the mountains and be like, okay, Jesus, if you made those, like you're doing pretty good. So just completely blown away by his faithfulness and also just his beauty and creation. So that was lecture phase. And then on outreach phase, I was blessed to go to Papua New Guinea and Indonesia for my trip. And Every single day looked different on outreach. You so just had to go with the flow and just once again, like lay down your will and your plans and just say, all right, Jesus, let your will be done through all of this. And it was a lot of 
preaching the gospel and just serving people practically going house to house and just sharing Jesus's love, praying for people and doing prison ministry and children's ministry. And sometimes children's ministry in Indonesia just looked like playing with kids because you're not even allowed to evangelize. So it was all very just different day to day, but just so um, applying everything that I had learned in lecture phase and just making it so real on that outreach, like learning about all of these things and who God is and saying, okay, God, now it's time to walk in that and then taking that into real life. Evangelism actually is something that seems so scary. And I actually believe that the enemy wants us to believe it's scary because Truly, people need to know Jesus, and we don't know whether people know Him or not until we go up to Him and share it with Him. And how could we withhold the best news that we've ever received? Like, if our life has been completely transformed and made new, and like for me, that is completely my story. My life was so broken and hopeless and went to having so much purpose and full of life, and like, how could I not share that? And so yes, like it definitely seems scary at first, but it's so worth it and God is so with us in every moment. There were many moments where I was praying as I was walking up to the person like, oh God, like please help, I'm scared, give me the words to say. I'm sure people can be mean, but not once has it ever been a bad decision. Like every time we step out in fear, we are choosing to agree with what God is saying versus what the enemy is saying. Whenever we feel afraid, it's actually like, The enemy wants us to feel afraid, but that's actually affirming what God is doing in us because the fear that we feel is so trying to counteract what God is doing in our lives. So always like whenever I feel afraid, like even if it's like a physical lump in my throat, especially when I want to speak something out, I still know that's like, okay, Sierra, like, are you going to partner with this fear? Are you going to partner with what God is saying and just the love that God has? And every time that I step out in fear oh my gosh like the result is God's faithfulness and seeing him move so like I almost get excited when I feel afraid because I'm like this is a chance for Jesus to move yay but yeah so just trusting that feelings may not always line up but can be brave in the midst of that So I definitely used to believe that brave meant having it all figured out and just being all put together and knowing what to do and just doing it. But as I've walked with Jesus and as I have honestly learned about just who he is, I've learned that surrendering my life and my will and my strength to him is what makes me brave. I just, I'm reminded of stories in the Bible like Abraham and Isaac or David and Goliath. And when they stepped out in obedient faith, even in the midst of feeling terrified because there's a giant in front of them or they have to sacrifice their son, like they were met by God's faithfulness. And as I can look back on those moments where I have felt fear or I have felt like the uneasiness of the unknown and what am I doing with my life? As I look back on those, I see how God has gotten me through it. If I could give one piece of advice, I would totally tell you on your journey of bravery, just to ask God to reveal who He is and who you are to you. And that truly starts to change your heart because you start to believe what He has made you to be and what He's called you to do. And He has made us to be brave. Y'all, how amazing is Sierra? 
I am so moved by her bravery. She just stepped out in faith and onto a plane across the world where she let God work through her to reach others and encourage them to take their own steps of faith. And man, if she's doing all that at 18, y'all, I mean, can you imagine what God has in store for her? Listen, if you need a little confidence booster so that you can step out boldly in faith like Sierra, I got you. I've put together this brand new resource that you've probably heard about, the 100 Days to Brave Guided Journal. Yeah, it's a journal, and it's so cool, y'all. I can't wait for you to check it out. It's some of my favorite thoughts on bravery, and I ask you some questions that you can write about because when you take time to write out what you're thinking, you have no idea what God's going to put in your pen and onto the paper. I've seen that over and over again in my life. You can find the 100 Days to Brave Guided Journal anywhere you buy books and I hope you'll check it out and maybe get a copy for a friend. Hey, and I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode and this particular story. You can tag me, Annie F. Downs. That's how you find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you want to find me. That's how you can find me, Annie F. Downs. So use the hashtags stories from 100 Days to Brave and 100 Days to Brave. They're in the show notes and use the actual number 100. And if you want, we'd love for you to share this story. One more thought as we wrap up. Being called to make Jesus known is no small feat, y'all. It's scary and it's intimidating. And don't forget, like Sierra, you may feel afraid, but you can still make the decision to act brave even when you don't feel it. And you know what? It's a lot easier to act our way into feeling than feeling our way into acting. So, all right, friends, thanks for being here. And I'll see you next time.